Hi, I'm Tim Carter, and this is Ask the Builder. And this podcast, it's about water damage drywall repair. This subject was brought to my attention by a virtual friend of mine named Phil. He lives in Australia. Phil and I have been friends for at least 10 years. He's a subscriber to my newsletter. And over the years, uh, Phil and I have become really good friends. And he has offered up a lot of great suggestions how to improve Ask the Builder. So now he needs help to, to, for me to give him suggestions about how to fix some damaged drywall that is in his, it looks like his laundry room. And it's really gotten kind of out of control. So if you go to the, it's the Ask the Builder website, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on my website, I urge you, you've got to go to the website, type in water damage drywall repair, and this podcast will pop up. The reason why is you need to look at the photos that Phil sent me. Otherwise, um, you might have a little trouble trying to visualize what I'm going to talk about here. But Phil sent fantastic photos that shows me exactly what the problem is. Okay. So he's imagine this. You've got a room and you've got a, a an outside corner in the room where there's like a little alcove uh, where you might have cabinets or a countertop. And that's exactly what's going on at, at Phil's house. There, I can see that there is a countertop that's adjacent to a sink. And what's happening is water is escaping this sink and it's, you know, splashing on the drywall. It's, you know, I think what happened is the countertop might be out of level a little bit and the water is being directed to the wall. I don't know because, you know, it's halfway around the world from where I am. But um, the first thing I told Phil to do, this is really important because he wanted to know how to fix it and he wanted to jump right into the repair. And you might be surprised at this suggestion, but I told Phil, Phil, we're not even going to think about repairing the drywall until we solve the problem of the water getting on the drywall, right? Because if you don't solve the water issue, no matter how you fix it, it's going to go bad again. So I made a couple of suggestions. Um, I think my biggest one was to put an old or even a new one, so, you know, a nice looking uh, it could be a hand towel, uh, it, it, surely not a big bath towel, but some type of terry cloth towel that's on the countertop right next to the to this area. And each time whoever does dishes or they're using that sink, if that terry cloth towel gets wet, you need to immediately pick it up, get it off the counter, wring it out, go take it someplace to dry. Don't leave it on the countertop. The whole point is we're trying to use the terry cloth towel to stop the water from getting over to the wall. And you'll see that if you look at the photo that's at Ask the Builder. Okay, so now let's talk about fixing it. So there's a lot of um, blistering on the wall. I actually think it could be some plaster there, but, you know, Phil seems to think it's drywall. But here's what's got to happen. It's really pretty pretty, um, pretty simple. All of the bad stuff, you've got to get a wide scraper, maybe a 2-inch, 3-inch wide scraper. It could be a hard one. You scrape all of the blisters off, all of the loose material. Um, be really careful around the corner bead. There's a really significant corner bead 
that's here and it's and it's rusted in a lot of places um that's got to be you know you're going to scrape that off hopefully hopefully um the drywall the core is not damaged too badly if it is that's okay just carefully take out the bad material don't go crazy because we don't want to mess around with this corner bead the corner bead looks like it's still in pretty good shape all right so once you get all the bad stuff off you know take a brush brush it vacuum it um if you've got a wire brush very carefully don't press too hard try to scrape off try to get some of that rust off the corner bead there's you know woodwork that's involved down at the floor some of this baseboard it may have to be replaced I don't know if it's rotted so badly that it can't be reused. Um, you have to make that determination. It's that simple. All right. If you can scrape the paint, if the if the woodwork is not ruined, that's awesome. Uh, if it's an older home, I don't know what happened in Australia. I can tell you here in America, I mean, it looks to me like it's a little bit of an older home. If it was in America, if this house was built before 1978, you need to do a test on the paint especially on the woodwork to make sure it doesn't have lead in it. So I don't know if and when lead was outlawed in paint in Australia. Phil, you're going to have to check into that. But uh, you can buy lead test kits at hardware stores. Really, really simple to use. But I don't want you sanding all of that woodwork paint if it's got lead in it. You know, you're going to have to be careful with that. So anyway, now to repair the drywall. Simple. I would highly recommend using a dry setting type joint compound. Do not buy the compound that's already pre-mixed in the buckets, you know, that looks like cake icing. Don't get that. That's for brand new drywall. That's not for a repair like this. Dry setting type joint compound. It's a powder. You mix it with water. Here in the United States, it's called Durabond. That's one brand. And... It has different numbers on it, like Durabon 20, Durabon 45, Durabon 60, or Durabon 90, blah, blah, blah. What that number refers to is the length of time after you mix it with warm water to where it starts to set up. So um, if you're a rookie with this material, get the longer one. Get the Durabon you know, 90 you know, or 120 because you know, I don't want you mixing this stuff up and it all of a sudden getting hard on you. Uh, professionals can use this material if they want to do a repair in a very short amount of time. They can have a repair done in, in 40 minutes if they get the Durban 20. All right, anyway, you're going to put the Durban on. You're going to just finish it uh, like you would any drywall. If you don't, if you're not very good at this, you might want to practice because the last thing you want to do is to have a bunch of humps and humpy bumpy stuff. Um, it takes some hand-eye coordination um, the good thing about the Durabon product, this is why I like using it if you're a rookie. As it starts to get hard, you can work the Durabond a lot like a plasterer works the final white coat. All right. I mean, you can actually get a rubber grout float, that hard rubber grout float. And this I absolutely would recommend practicing before you try to do this on the wall. So you put some Durabond on some drywall. Uh, it starts to set up. It starts to get pretty hard. If you take the rubber trowel and dip it in some water, and then you rub this float along the Durabond, you'll see that you can actually make it smoother 
without gouging it. You take some practice. But the cool thing is um, Phil could be able to potentially repair this with one coat. He could get really good with this rubber float. He could take his time and the wall would look beautiful because he's got this, he's got the, um, uh, the corner bead, you know, as a guide to help him, you know, get a nice smooth edge. And one last thing before he does all that. So in this repair process, once you've got all the stuff out, if you're getting ready to mix your Durban, don't mix the Durban yet. The day before, get some, uh, get a tiny little can of Rust-Oleum, some type of rust primer. Rust-Oleum makes a, a paint that's, that's a primer for rusty metal. And you want to paint that corner bead uh, and cover all of the metal that's rusty. You've got to get that done. And it's, if it was me, I'd put on two coats of that paint. So you might stretch that out over two days. And um, you'll never regret doing that because if you don't seal and cover over that rust, as you finish this drywall repair, that rust is going to bleed through your repair compound because it's water-based. So you've got to completely paint and completely coat all that rust. Now, it's going to be tough down near that woodwork. That's why you might want to peel that woodwork off down at the bottom, fill and uh, make sure that you paint all of the metal that's exposed. You've got to get rid of that. You, not get rid of the rust. You have to cover it, you know, and two coats of paint is better than one. All right, it's really that simple. That's how you do the water damage drywall repair. Um, I cannot wait to see the finished photos from you, Phil. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I will have at the Ask the Builder webpage where this podcast lives a picture of the rubber float I'm talking about. So in case you want to do a repair like this, you get the right float. Uh, really important. They work so, so well. Um, it's a light touch. You don't press hard when you use these floats because the corner of the float, you know, it can dig in if you're not careful. You know, so, and once again, practice. Take a scrap piece of drywall and you don't even have to practice um with the drywall vertically, you can just lay the gr the drywall on your garage floor, mix up some of this Durabond, put it on, put it on like a two-foot square area, make it a little humpy in places, not real humpy, and then start playing with it as it sets up. I think you're going to be amazed at how well this Durabond product works. Okay, I want to thank today's sponsor, Stain Solver. Stain Solver is a certified organic oxygen bleach. Go to stainsolver.com, just look at the photos. Make sure you subscribe to the Ask the Builder newsletter. It's free, and I'm now putting in each week this fun one-question quiz. And wait till you see my stick figure drawings. If they don't make you laugh, then you're having a really bad day. Okay, I'm Tim Carter. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, and spread the word. Let everybody else that you know know about them.